Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Games Parlay. Once again, I am one of your hosts, Billy Hatfield, joined with me today, as always, by Matt. How's it going, Matt? Hey, Billy. It's going good. How are you? Good. Doing great. Uh, so we talked about Pokemon last time. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Pokemon plenty of times before. Lots of times. There's lots of Pokemon all the time. And here we are to talk about Pokemon once again. Except we have a strange one today. Uh, and so at the time that by the time this episode comes out, uh, uh, this game might actually be on mobile by the time this game comes out or pretty close. That's um, a hint. Yeah, I'd have to check my uh, my calendar. Uh, it'll be pretty close. <laughs> I think it'll be like two days before it hits mobile. Uh, I think it's September 22nd when it hits mobile and this will go out. <laughs> well, you're finding out now on the 20th. Uh, so yeah, we're here to talk today about Pokemon Unite, uh, the Pokemon-themed uh, MOBA published by Tencent um, that's been out on the Nintendo Switch for about a month and a half by the time this comes out, uh, oh maybe God. closer to two months. Uh, and as mentioned, is about to hit phones. Ooh. All right. So yeah, let, let's talk a little bit um, kind of what this game is and what if you don't know what it is um kind of how it works uh then we'll talk a bit about like kind of our gripes and some other stuff with uh with the game uh but first and foremost it's a moba which stands for multiplayer online battle arena i did not know that i yeah. never knew what that stood for yeah it i mean a lot of games could technically be considered a moba uh with that definition but really when most people think of moba it tends to be uh, games like League of Legends, Dota, Heroes of the Storm, uh, Smite, um, anything kind of like those style of games, this isometric um, tower defense style game. Um, Typically, they're like in the uh, typical game modes, it's 5v5. Um, You have a couple different lanes to choose from, different roles to pick from uh, to kind of determine your play style for the game. Uh, so in Pokemon Unite, you don't have towers, you have buckets. And you earn points by fighting wild Pokemon, fighting enemy Pokemon, and slam dunking those points into those goals. It's actually really fun. I really like that part. Yeah, it's really great. I love watching the dunk animation. Um, <laughs> basically, there are two lanes. There's a top lane, a bottom lane, and then the center, which we call they call the center, the central area. Um, which, if you're uh, familiar with other MOBAs, we call that the jungle. Because um, it's not really a specific lane. There are just wild Pokemon that kind of roam in those areas for you to fight and kill. Um, each, there are two goals. Yeah, two goals in each lane. Uh, and then a final goal uh, right next to the enemy base. Uh, and your goal is just to dunk as many points as you can into the enemy's goal. Um, there are Five roles, yes. Technically, um, attacker, defender, support, uh, speedster, and all around. Did I hit them all? You got them all. So. so, in short, that's the game, right? Fight other Pokemon uh, in like these kind of. Uh, you get two special moves that you kind of get to pick your trees to go down as you level up. Your Pokemon evolve. Um, th- throughout the course of the game. Um, and 
you fight and kill until the game's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like how it's themed, kind of like a sporting event with like the dunking, like in basketball, and like the yeah. the promo art and like the intro video and stuff makes it look like this is some sort of big arena spectacle, like soccer or something. I think that's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. I like that quite a bit. It's less violent. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's a good way to separate it from the other MOBAs that are out there. Um, because the other ones are really themed about, like, these hardened battle champions that are, like, here to, like, fight for their honor or lore reasons. And this is just, I don't know, I have a Charizard. Let's <laughs> play a game. Yeah. Um, so, so here's kind of how the game kind of plays out. So you start off, everybody starts at level 1 with a maximum level of 15. Um, as you fight wild Pokemon, you level up, you get to kind of pick your skills. Um, and when you start the game, ideally, and we'll get more into that part later, um, Matt's dying of laughter because he knows what I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but ideally, you would pre-select kind of a place to be within the game. Um, so some Pokemon are better designed for top lane, some are better designed for the jungle, some are better designed for bottom lane, and it ultimately just kind of depends on your playstyle preference, what type of Pokemon you end up picking. Um, so in the what we call the lane phase, and Pokemon Unite so far hasn't like adopted these terms as far as I know. They're basically just oh, ripped off from they're ripped off from the other MOBAs. So hmm. I'm going to do my best to explain kind of what some of these things mean, but if you're a League of Legends Dota player, just know that it might not be 100% accurate considering I'm converting. But anyway, so the lane phase is basically where you are in your own lane and trying to level up off of the wild Pokemon that spawn in your lane. Um, and if a enemy Pokemon overextends, you can take the opportunity to try and kill them to take their points and stop them from getting XP. Once a Pokemon dies, they go back to their spawn and have to walk back uh, from their spawn to rejoin the fight. Um, and so that's what we typically call the lane phase. You're trying to get the wild Pokemon so that you can level up and take them from the enemy so they don't level up. Um, that is kind of the premise for both top and bottom lane. Now, middle lane has a kind of unique job where there are these wild Pokemon roaming around the center. There are two that provide buffs for the jungler. Um, and then there's a couple other random wild Pokemon for you to level up on um, instead of being in a lane. Uh, so once you kind of get those, then you kind of have the option to assist either the top lane or the bottom lane, depending on who needs more help. Uh, and if wherever their jungler is at, too. Um, and that's pretty much it for like the basic play style of the game. Other than that, you kind of adapt to what your team is doing, what the enemy team is doing, uh, and that's where the game gets a lot more nuanced. Ideally, Pretty much cover that, Matt? I think that was a pretty good roundup of the general flow of the game. There is one extra thing. Um, Toward the end, there is a chance to get, like, a large amount of points all in one go. Um, A legendary Pokemon Zapdos appears in the middle of the field, um, whoever team defeats that Zapdos gets um, a buff to their scoring, where you don't have to like wait and charge your score to 
um, get the goal in, which means that you can get a buttload of points at the end of the game and either secure a really good win or even a come-from-behind victory, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. the buff as well adds 50 points to everybody's total like holding, um, and by that point of the game, all points are doubled, and there's no wait time to dunk a goal. I did not uh, know so, about the extra 50. Mm-hmm. You pretty much bump up to your maximum capacity um, if your team claims Zapdos. You might have to be alive to receive that bonus. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, it might be why I didn't know about the 50. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, and so, yeah, that's the general flow of the game. There are There are other things that happen during a game, but we could spend an hour just talking about kind of every little thing in the game. Um, but in general, that's kind of the basics of the game. It's a two-button game uh, with an occasional button here or there. It, it's not that crazy. Um, every Pokemon has a basic attack alongside their two special moves, and then or their two uh, yeah, special moves, and then they have what they call a Unite move, which in other MOBAs we would refer to as an Ultimate. Um, and then, like, a held item that does... An active item that does something when you hit it. Like, either a quick teleport escape or, like, an extra extra bit of healing. Something along those lines. If you've played any other, like, traditional MOBA, League of Legends, Dota, whatever, this is going to be very, very familiar to you. Um, it's really not much different than any of those others in, like, general basics regards. Um... There's a lot of really cool Pokemon in the game, too. I, uh, I'm actually yeah. pretty impressed by its roster um, right away. Um, as of recording, Blastoise was just added. I think today. Like, today. Yeah. He's a very dapper boy. He's um, nice boat hat. I love it. Yeah. Bow tie. Yeah. He, he reminds me of... Somebody had a quote tweet that made me laugh. It was like a mob boss voice. And that's all I can picture now. It's just like a mob boss Blastoise. Um, Amazing. It's excellent. And he's even got like the gun cannons on his back to like even sell it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Blissey's been added. Gardevoir's been added. Sylveon's on the way. Um, out of out of the gate, we had uh, Zerayora, Gengar, Cramorant, uh, Crustle, Pikachu, Cinderace, Snorlax. Weekly tough, like there's a quite a roster. Venusaur, um, Venusaur, Weekly tough, um, Eldegoss, um, some kind of like weird picks. Yeah, personally Eldegoss speaking, is kind of a weird pick. Personally, Eldegoss is a weird pick. I thought Cramorant was kind of weird too, but oh, I actually extremely. also, I really wa- I rewatched the uh, Sword and Shield trailer, and Cramorant was in that trailer, so I think that's probably where they chose to pick that up. Um, but yeah, there, there's some like oh, Absol's in there. Like, there's a lot of really great like, like a lot of people's favorites. And then there's some that I'm like, who who wanted that? <laughs> um, but each each Pokemon has their own specific role. Um, like we mentioned before, um, there was one support Pokemon until recently though, and it was Eldegoss. Yeah, um, we just got Blissey. Um, so if you have a Blissey, you're pretty much unkillable. So, uh, you know, MOBA things. Uh, and yeah, and they're still, like, they're boasting that this game's gonna start to add 
a lot more Pokemon as it goes through. Yep, we've got Mamoswine on the way with Sylveon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is impressive. Um, you look at like Overwatch, and they would release a new character like every six months. Um, and you know it's Pokemon, right? They're trying to get your money, uh, so they're just, they're gonna pump out these characters as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gonna work, cool. and I'm gonna buy everything with a Venusaur on it, no matter what it is. That's mm-hmm. true. That is Matt's weak point. Yep. You you want to sell him something, door to door salesman? Put give a Venusaur a on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, give him a boy. leafy boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but let's address probably the most uh, contentious part about this game, and that is the sort of the pay to win aspect that does exist in this game. Um, so there are these held items that increase your Pokemon stats naturally. Those of you old school League of Legends players, basically imagine the old rune system, but imagine if it was pay to win. Like you could just buy the upgrades for those. Those of you that haven't played have no idea what I'm talking about. We'll explain. So in Pokemon, you know, we have these items that boost Pokemon stats in the game. So Pokemon Unite has the same thing with the certain items that, like the muscle band that increases basic attacks the wise glasses that increases special attack, the assault vest that increases defense and special defense, or gives like a shield for that. Mm-hmm. Well, the way you get those is by leveling up, but then you can upgrade them up to like level 20. And the tiers of upgrades, or the, the difference between somebody who has a level one of those items versus somebody who has a level 20 version of that item, is extremely significant. Mm-hmm. Um, when the game first came out, um, I kind of chalked a lot of it up to, like, it's not that much. It's just enough to obviously give a little bit of an edge. But the wider that gap is, unfortunately, the more intense those differences do become. For sure. Especially... Like you said, if you don't have any upgrades, you're just like a few of the ones you can get for free pretty easily compared to someone who's completely maxed out. It's yeah. like, it's not even fair. Like you, you yeah. really don't stand a chance against mm-hmm. them in like a one-on-one fight. Right. Because I think the, um, let me just look. Uh, I'm doing more live Googling. Um, doing it live, folks. Yeah, so I'm looking here. Uh, like, let's look at the wise glasses. I'm looking at them right now. So the uh, oh, it goes up to thirty. I was wrong. Oh, it's even worse. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, does it say what the maximum is? I know oh, that. Yeah. I'm... So here we go. <laughs> so wise glasses uh, increases your special attack uh, by three, five, seven percent. Oh, it's like healing, if it heals back or whatever. Um, So it can go from plus 10 all the way up to plus 39, which is added to your base stat. Percentage-wise, that is a 4% difference. Um, Which you might be thinking to yourself, but Billy, that's not that much. 4% in a game all about numbers um, is a huge breakpoint for a lot of these characters. Um, 
this game Especially is incredibly in DPS game. heavy. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, let's look even just look at it from 100, right? Like, if you have 100, 3% is going to be 3, and 7% is going to be 7. You're going to get that extra 7% damage on your 100 to deal 107 versus the other character's 103. If mm-hmm. that other Pokemon's base damage also just happens to be higher than the other one, you're pretty much dead in the water. Um, there's no way for you to come back from that, let alone the other stuff that they're probably holding. Exactly. Um, so, it is an issue. Um, it's kind of a bummer that it does exist. Um, but it does, and those people that chose to spend all their money right away and just go all in so that they were the, uh, you know, they can be the best right away. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sitting pretty high and overcompensating for a lot of skill they don't have. Um, <laughs> I did put a I little mean, bit truthfully, of money into it in the beginning. Um, yeah, I, I did didn't too. really buy very I mean, much of the items. I bought mostly um, cards of the Pokemon because I wanted to be able to play as mm-hmm. all the characters. Yeah. Um, um, that's the other thing, too. That's the other thing too that kind of irks me. Um, and so you can you can earn a lot of these things just by playing the game. However, there is a cap on how much you can earn within a week um, on the coins, which is incredibly frustrating. Um, I think it's like twenty one hundred something. Um, and most of the Pokemon, at least the good ones, cost about ten thousand coins. So in order to get ten, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you really want, you want to get that Pokemon really bad, you have to play, max out all the coins you can get within five, like by playing for five weeks straight, um, to get that one Pokemon you want. If unless you, and if you don't want to spend money, right now, of course, um, there are ways to get a lot of coins early on in the game. You have like quests and stuff that you can fulfill, um, and you have a few of those as you go throughout every day as well, like the mm-hmm. daily rewards. Um, but you yeah. definitely get a bunch of coins by completing like the tutorials and doing things like early game things, um, which then is like, oh, I can get like ten thousand coins relatively quick, so I can buy yeah. a Pokemon, and then you buy a Pokemon, and you gotta wait five weeks to get the next one. Yeah, yeah, and I will say the daily challenges are pretty good for getting you those extra coins um, if you're pretty diligent about them, and they're pretty standard stuff like most of it you just get from playing the game yep it's like you really don't have to like a game it's not that bad yeah you don't really have to like go out of your way to like get these challenges like some other ones might but it is still a present problem um it's very i don't want to call it predatory but it kind of is in that way um where it's like yeah you see how long this takes what if you just like put in your mom's credit card and <laughs> get some of these gems? Oh, the first time help. you buy gems, you get double. Yep. I, I so did fall for that one. I did too. I bought Gengar <laughs> with it. Um, and yeah, it's a real thing. Um, I don't want to like belabor this point too much. Um, but really, it's more to say it is a thing and it will happen. You will just get dumpstered by somebody who paid a lot of money. But more often than not, I mean, you really can be patient and get a good amount of Pokemon to play as. Uh, in quick play, you get a rotation. Uh, so every week, I think, you get like a new rotation of like Pokemon to play as that you don't own. Mm-hmm. Um, or rather, there's like in the rotation for everybody. Um, 
so that you know you can play them for free in quick play. Uh, but in ranked, you have to own the card to play as that Pokemon. So um, that is that, and it happens. But you know, if you're someone who's prone to microtransactions, um, I, I would keep the card away from Unite. Just don't even do it once. Just play the game. Kind of get your your fun out of the free experience and don't feel like you have to pay. The game's still relatively fun without it. So I think that's and, good advice. And in ranked, honestly, a lot of those people have pushed themselves up um in rank. So you're really not gonna run into too many of them unless they're really bad. In which case you really don't have to worry about that damage number anyway. Um a lot of them I think have gotten themselves kind of stuck in like Ultra Ball tier, whatever that third one whatever is. Whatever the third now. one is, yeah, like the top of greats into Ultra Balls, where a lot of those people that spent a lot of money but aren't super great at the game end up being. That's just from I don't play a lot of ranked, uh, really, um, not on my own anyway. So uh, I don't really know how that kind of feels, but that's basically what I've seen from people that do. Um, that that's kind of the tier where. The people who got that far just because their stats were better. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does take a little bit of skill, and especially like the skill of team communication, mm-hmm. which I is another small issue I have with the game. I have a good time playing with yeah. a handful of friends. It is mm-hmm. impossible to get anything done on your own. Like, Dude. yeah, it's the awful. ping system <laughs> is not very intuitive. Um. Let alone the fact that, like, people are more often than not unwilling to cooperate and just kind of go off and do whatever they want, which is very frustrating, especially when you're in ranked and, like, are trying to get your rank up. But, yeah, you know. Um, uh, a buddy of uh, ours in a mutual Discord uh, tweeted recently that one of the issues they've been facing has been people idling. Um, I've run into that Where they will... Yeah get annoyed uh, with the game, however early, and just sit in their spawn uh, and just let the game proceed as a 4v5 for the next 8 minutes. Um, Which, to be fair, is a thing that happened in other games too. That doesn't make it okay, because that sucks. And if you do that, you're a terrible person. Okay? Just play the game. It's a 10-minute game. (laughs) Or don't play the game. Right. Don't do that. Uh, Play the game or don't. Uh, and people will do that in ranked just to tank other people's rank. It's a, it's a real thing, and there's not a whole lot you can really do about it. Like, I think all you get is a report button, uh, but there's no confirmation, as far as I know, whether or not that does there's anything. Not. There's also some um, sort of point system within the game where it's like, I forgot the term, but it's like a community points or something like that, where yeah, you're you have like a points. level. You're good boy points, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah. you like lose points if you idle. You lose points um, if you are consistently like disconnecting from matches or hopping out of the wait screen and stuff like that. Yeah, I would. I don't I, think it does a whole lot at the moment because right. it's both pretty easy to lose some points. Like I've lost some on accident when I had to like step away from the game for like a minute to take care of something around the house or something. Um, yeah. At an opportune moment. Um, but then it goes back up, like, the next day to the top. Yeah. Yeah. There's very little, like, real consequence for 
you know, doing that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know how many people actually get like blocked or banned um, for oh. constant reports. Um, tough to say at the moment, um, but it is a thing. Um, and unfortunately, just it's not so much Pokemon Unite's fault, um, but just the mobile community in general is probably one of the most toxic communities out there. Um, just being plain and honest. Um, they have a reputation for being terrible. And I think a lot of the people that play in them like embrace that. <laughs> um, you've got the Pokemon fans and you've got the MOBA fans all coalescing. Yeah. It is a salt pile. <laughs> like salt mountain. Um, but o- overall, the game is fun. I would recommend if you've got a group of friends that own Switches. I mean, it's free to play. Grab some friends, hop in too. and play. Yeah, yeah, right. On that, here comes my my first big complaint that doesn't involve money. This game was clearly designed for phones. Clearly designed for phones. Uh, and here's how I know. Okay, when you end a game, the there is the main menu button and there's play again. You know where the play again button is? It's on the right side um. of the screen. Bottom right, right yeah. Because that's your where your phone is. That's where your thumb would be. Um, and the amount of times I have gone back to the main menu uh, because it's on the wrong side is like all the time. Um, you know, the, the two main special moves are on the right side of the screen. Um, there's not a whole lot on the left side of the screen because that's where your control stick's going to be. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's very, very obvious who this game was designed for. Um, which is fine, but part of me wishes it was the other way around. Where it makes a lot of sense. Now that I think about like some of the menus yeah. and stuff too, like they're very mm-hmm. unintuitive for a controller. Yeah. Um the big one for me, and this is something I would love to see like if Tencent is really invested in making this game the best thing it can be and not just trying to make a a, a buck, uh, is in the character select screen, the character select screen is one of the most frustrating parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Because on the Switch, you have to like manually scroll from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen to pick your character. Um, and if somebody has your Pokemon... You cannot scroll over top that Pokemon. It's not when they lock it in. It's if somebody is hovering over it. So you get a lot of mixed signals as to what characters are playing because they're waiting for somebody else to hop off, off of their character who is waiting for somebody else to hop off of their character. And so it's, you know, you're running out of time. People are just locking stuff in. But you know what's going to happen? Uh, the phone people just get to tap. Oh, my goodness. Like, as you were explaining it, the light bulb went off in my head, and I, I saw it. You're absolutely right. It's like a little scroll bar. Yeah. You can, like, swipe with your finger yeah. and then just tap. Uh, but, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, is everybody who's on a phone, they don't have to go through that scrolling process because it's not a problem for them. And, honestly, the to get to their next list of Pokemon, they're just going to have to swipe their finger across the thing to get to what they want. Mm-hmm. Whereas those of Way us that are on Switch, that. yeah, we have to go individually across all the Pokemon. Um, which takes a while, too, because it lags, because it's compiling all of these, like, Pokemon switches. Yeah. Um, So, again, that's kind of where I have this frustration overall, is that 
this is not a console game first, even though it launched on console first. Um, it's got this illusion kind of thing, and then they're putting it on mobile later. Um, I don't know if that was a Game Freak thing, like a great Game Freak decision, or a... I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. We could speculate on the decision to launch on Switch all day. I've got a couple of conspiracy theories, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, again, overall, the game's fine. Now, one of the big things that... One of the mu- other major issues I have with the game itself is I don't think the game does a very good job of teaching you how to play. Not at all, no. I had to ask you everything. Uh, right. Which... <laughs> You know, as as a friend, you know, teaching another friend how to play. I don't mind that. However, there's a lot of people that are picking this game up who it's going to be their first MOBA. Um, I played League of Legends for quite a while. Um, until I just couldn't handle the toxicity anymore, and I stopped playing. Um, I played Heroes of the Storm for a little bit, and then I really got into Overwatch for quite a few years. Um, so I understand how these MOBAs work. I might not be good at them, but I know how they work. Um, the game teaches you function only. Mm-hmm. They teach you how to move. It teaches you how to upgrade skills. It teaches you how to. It teaches you what's like the jungle Pokemon do, um, and it teaches you combat. The game does not teach you how to play a MOBA as a team. Right. It doesn't teach you the roles. It doesn't teach you where specific. Well, it kind of recommends where specific roles mm-hmm. go on the map, but that's still just a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, like, they don't tell you that the the speedster should probably be in the jungle, if not a scorer. Uh, yeah. It doesn't tell you that you should probably pair a ranged attacker with someone that could take a lot of hits out in front of them. Like, it, it doesn't tell you any of that. Right. Um, it doesn't tell you that, like, when to engage in a fight and when to leave a fight. Um, that's a big one that I find. <laughs> that's one that drives me freaking insane. And they just um, make a beeline for the goal and die two-thirds of the way there. That, yeah, there's that. Um, or another one is, like, they will engage in a fight and then not commit to it and then leave when the fight could be winnable. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, is a nuance that, like, you should have to figure out on your own. But it doesn't teach you that, like, that's a thing to consider. Like, when do you know a fight is lost? When do you know those kinds of things? If you play League, you know, or anything like that, there's tons of stuff out there on the official stuff to, like, teach you a lot of those things and, like, the roles of each type of character. And the roles matter in those other games. Um, Everyone's just a DPS in this game, in Unite. Everyone just does, like, a million damage. Uh, You can pretty much throw them anywhere. Like, you could... The rules do not matter (laughs) in that regard. Um... But again, as well, there's a lot of, like, courtesy things that people don't realize. Here's a good way to piss me off in a Pokemon Unite game. I play jungler. If you come in and you attack my jungle Pokemon while I'm doing my job and you steal my jungle buff, I will complain about you for the rest of the game. Plain and simple. It's happened. Yeah, Matt's heard it. My other groups I play with, and, like, the whole game... I will exclusively yell at you. Mm-hmm. Um, because as a jungler, you have re- you remove that piece that makes the jungler useful in the early game. Mm-hmm. And not only that, when you run into the jungle with your jungler, 
and hit the Pokemon they're trying to kill, you take half their XP. Or like a third of their XP. So your jungler that you want to come have, have, have help you in your lane, you have left underleveled without their jungle buffs. Another big one too is like at the beginning, you have to kind of like go around a wall to get into the jungle. And mm-hmm. so you have to like go down the beginning part of a lane. Mm-hmm. And you probably should let the jungler take that very first Pokemon in the lane that they're going down if yeah. you can. And people just don't. You have like four yeah. people go down one lane and try to all get the same yeah. two Pokemon. It's like, this is silly. Yeah. So, I mean, but stuff like that, like, there's no way for you to know unless you've played mm-hmm. these games before. Like, Matt, let's be honest, the only reason you probably know is because I yell about it when we play. That's true. I did play a little bit and of League compl- in college, but it's mostly from yeah. you yelling about it. Yeah. Or, like, our buddy Hunter who played with us, who doesn't play MOBAs. Like, no. except for Overwatch, which is not really the same category of MOBA. But, like, when we played, it was like, you know, you guys are doing your thing in lane, and here I am grumbling like an old man. <laughs> like, oh, jungle buff was taken. Oh, I wish I could help you, but I'm two levels under level because you stole my jungle buffs. <laughs> you know? I'm over here blasting That's off four beams at guys from the other side of the right. map. <laughs> right. Um, you know, there are other jungle Pokemon that show up in the game, um, and they don't tell you when's an appropriate time to go get them. Who is supposed to help go get those Pokemon? There's none of that. Um, which, to an extent, like, yeah, you want your community to kind of, like, develop its own rules as to how that stuff works. But your target demographic is, like, 7 to 10. You're going to pick the owners. cool cheetah-looking guy and just go to town. Right. You know, there are people that are playing this game because it's a, it's a MOBA, it's got their favorite characters in it, and they're just going to want to have a good time. But then there's people like me who can't just, like, play a casual game anymore. I have to play everything in ranked for some reason. And I get angry when you steal my jungle buffs. Um, it's one of those things. Um, but the, ga- the game does not teach you any of that. Um, not even, like, a tips screen that's like, hey, by the way, maybe you shouldn't take your jungle buffs from your jungler. The tips screen would be good. Yeah, it's a good little solution. Yeah. Or like, you know, hey, when Dreadnought shows up, top laner, like if you're winning, come help. Um, those kinds of things. Or jungler. Hey, that's your job, my dude. <laughs> like, when the, the thing shows up and they start attacking it, go help. Um, you know, I, I wish, and I have the same issue with regular Pokemon games too, is that they don't really teach a lot of the nuances that make the game interesting. Um, everybody just clicks buttons until they win. You know what the worst, Which, worst part is, though, Billy? What? I still play it, and I still have fun. You know? It's not even a bad thing. <laughs> I love it. I love Pokemon Unite. I'm complaining like an old man, but I legitimately really enjoy this game way more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, even playing ranked. You know, I like I like to just pop in. I like playing ranked because it at least gives me the the idea that, you know, we're here to win. Um, it, it's it's good fun. Like, truthfully, if you're going the free to play route, or you want to throw a couple bucks in here and there to like get that, put you over the edge to get that Pokemon you wanted, it's a totally fine experience. Um, something we mentioned earlier is the the ping system is terrible in the game, but I like that there is no chat in the game. 
Yes, that is a good a good addition. You know, there's nobody in Pokemon Unite. Yeah, po- no one in Pokemon Unite is telling me to get cancer and die in the chat. Mm-hmm. That is a real thing I had said to me in a League of Legends game in quick play. So, like, you know, you know, get cancer, die, and uninstall. You know, that that's a real thing that people just throw around in chat. I don't need any of that. Pokemon Unite doesn't have it. I don't have to worry about it. Um, and it's kind of great in that way. <laughs> um, yep. Kind of cements the casual experience that's supposed to be had with it. Now, I do have another complaint. And it's one that I will probably only apply to a few people playing this game. Percentage-wise. When they make patches, they don't say what they're actually doing. Hmm. Um, like, for example, it'll, like, uh, for a while, Gengar was really busted. Um, mm-hmm. So he's got this thing where if you hit them with, like, Sludge Bomb and they're poisoned, your Hex has, like, a two-second cooldown, like, one-and-a-half-second cooldown, and you just mash the Hex button until they die. Like, any Pokemon. It's not fair. Well, so, in their thing, it just says, in their patch notes, it just said, Gengar, Hex, damage reduced. Okay, how much? What's the damage calc? Like, I want to know. Or it'll be like, uh, Cramorant. Bugs fixed. There was a Cramorant bug? <laughs> What'd you fix? What did you do? But that was a fish, not a bug. Yeah, right. And I just, and there's no, like, clarity for, like, how much damage you're going to do. Well, no, because um, then they have to tell you how much the held items do. Right, and that honestly might be why they haven't. But, mm-hmm. like, people are, have already figured it out. There's some very dedicated people out there that have gone into the training range and, like, ran damage calculations uh, to get exact damage values yep. based on what level your stuff is and on which Pokemon. Yep. Thank you, Joe um, from Serebii and all of his helpers. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. Um... And it's just like, so yeah, so when they do these patch notes, it's just like, yeah, we fixed some stuff. And it's like, did you? Or did you just make a list of things? That people may have wanted to have fixed, and you just said you fixed them. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I want to know, right? And, it, and it's, again, it's my background of, like, playing these ranked games where when, it, when these games make changes, I want to know what they are. Mm-hmm. Honestly, as much as I complain about Overwatch... Um, pre Blizzard nonsense, like they did really well with their patch notes. It'd be like for this character, we changed the shot speed by half a percent, uh, and then we changed the damage calc by one. I- incredible the detail you will get. You look at a League of Legends patch notes, and it's the same thing, except it's like a book because there's a million characters they change all at once. Yep. Um, this game, freaking nothing, nothing. <laughs> you get we fixed some stuff. Damage reduced. Bug fix. How much? One? A thousand? <laughs> How much? One? Aware. A thousand? <laughs> Did shot speed go up by five million percent? I want to know. Um, the other thing that's that I super hate is how non-transparent uh, they are about which items actually help which Pokemon. So oh, yes, yes. Something I found out recently. I I was totally wrong when the game came out. So I had this idea in my head that the basic attacks 
for every Pokemon were physical, and that the special moves and Unite moves, depending on the Pokemon, would be special. Like, the special moves would be special. You know, special mm-hmm. moves, special attack. That is totally wrong. That is 100% wrong. There is an arbitrary list that says which Pokemon are overall physical and which Pokemon are overall special. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this is pretty loosely follow like the base game, not the base games, but like the regular games. Right. Yeah. Right. But there's weird stuff like in the original games, Ghost type as a type was physical. Mm-hmm. So what's Gengar? Fair point. I don't know. I actually don't know the answer. I could look it up, but I don't know the answer. The <laughs> only way people found out was going into the training range and like punching something, leaving, putting on a different held item, and punching something again to see what the damage difference was. And if it didn't do anything, we know which type it's not. Yep. So, so. like that is especially for something that costs money. You know, if somebody really wants to spend the money to get the upgrades thing so they can be really good at one character, there's no transparency that the thing you actually spent your money on is actually going to help you or not. That's incredibly frustrating. I do Um, wonder now if some of the things that I bought actually don't really work on the Pokemon that I use them for. Because I usually follow, like, the recommended lists that they give. Like, they have the the masters of where it's, like, real players that are highly ranked that use those items. Mm-hmm. It's very possible that, like, if you're following those, they're probably correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is no reason that somewhere in the game, like, when you hover over the Pokemon, it should say, this is a physical attacker. This is a special attacker. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have stats, too, at this point. Like, how much physical defense does this Pokemon have? Do the Pokemon have their own defense values? I really don't know. I know they have different HP values. But Snorlax is pretty unkillable most of the time. So it's very likely that he has high defense and high special defense. But I have no idea. How much of that is the assault vest they spent $40 to upgrade all the way? And that's why they won't tell you. Because you have to spend 40 bucks to upgrade the items. And thus, you would know every damage calculation and how much those items actually help you. Yeah. And so it's hidden. I hate it. It's yeah. pretty dumb. It's probably the yeah. worst part of the game. Yeah, a hundred percent. The the kind of predatory nature for the for the pay to play or the pay to win stuff and the um opaqueness of how they portray the information. Um mm-hmm. I don't mind a little trial and error, but there is like core mechanics of the game that are hidden. And a part of me was hoping when the game came out that you know, because we have competitive stuff for every other uh Pokemon you know, main title. We have mm-hmm. TCG, we have VGC, we have Pokken still. Um, there's no reason at some point that we couldn't have, you know, Pokemon Unite esports uh, VGC stuff. Um, and they, when they showed it off originally, that's what they did was they had the two teams, uh, or they had the, yeah, they had the two teams play against each other to like mm-hmm. show how the game was going to function. To be like, oh, check out this cool new like esports thing you can do. Um, but that's not going to happen if if everything is locked behind like trial and error of other people. Mm-hmm. A lot of that core stuff 
you know, at least base stats should be in the game. Um, Plus, to be really competitively viable like that, you would have to upgrade all those items all the way, which yeah. costs a lot of money. Like you said, it's like 40, 50 bucks to upgrade one item. Right. And there's three so. held items per Pokemon. If you want to play more than one Pokemon, you need more than three items. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't just have one, because if somebody just insta-locks in your Pokemon and you're stuck in a role you never play, mm-hmm. you got a deal. So, but overall, you know, I just, like, had my old man rant, Billy Rant moment. We were talking about this before, that I should have, like, a segment that just says Billy Rant uh, with, like, a jingle. But as much as I complain about a lot of it, if you're just there play as your favorite Pokemon that happens to be in the game, and you're one that can really control yourself when it comes to these um, real money investments, it's a fine game to play. It's actually quite fun. Um, I haven't had my Switch hooked up for a little bit, because um, I do like to play that game with the Ethernet mm-hmm. hookup. Um, but I, I want to play. Blastoise just came out, and I kind of want to try Blastoise. Um, you do? Get a little there's quite a lot of other stuff coming up. Yeah, I still haven't played Gardevoir uh, since she's been out. That surprises um, me quite a bit. Yeah, I like was almost considering real money so I could play Gardevoir. <laughs> um, but if you're just looking for something fun, you don't want to play League of Legends for obvious reasons. Pokemon Unite is enough to fill that fill that void in my eyes. Retweet. Matt, do you have anything else you kind of want to? say about this game before we sign off for the night? I'm glad Bulbasaur is in the game. That's pretty cool. Good addition. Me too. The mm-hmm. Bulbasaur boy. Um, with that, thank you guys for joining us as always. Uh, if you like what we do, please please follow us um, on whatever podcasting app you're uh, listening to this on. If you have the ability to leave a review of some sort, we would really appreciate that. Um, you can also follow us at Games Parlay Pod. Uh, on on the Twitter, the Bird app, Games Parlay Pod. We would love to hear from you. Have you been playing Pokemon Unite? Uh, what are some changes you would like to see in the game? Uh, we would love to hear from you. As, and as well, are there any other topics you want to have us talk about? Um, we're kind of running low on uh, new game news, uh, so we kind of have some, uh, some voids to fill in that regard. So uh, let us know. We hope to hear from you soon, and we'll catch you on the next time. <laughs>